Hey guys, I'm Charlotte. I'm Jillian. And I'm Veronica. And we are... First First Years. First Years. everybody um this is the podcast where we talk about our first year out of high school during the pandemic and stay in touch and love on each other basically (laughs) yeah a whole lot of love and a whole lot of crazy first years for our first for the whole world and for us and yeah we're here to share it right (laughs) thank you thank you first of all like for everyone who listened to the first episode, yes. Thank I you was so shocked much. at how many people texted me. I know. Like, I, just... I really honestly didn't expect people to listen. <laughs> like, I yeah. kind of thought we'd just release it into the ether. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which, for the record, I'm still cool with. Yeah, exactly. Cool. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. This is just a fun, <laughs> it's just a fun way for us to be talking to each other and documenting our experiences for future us yes so we have fun yeah. whether or not people listen but it makes it a whole lot better <laughs> when you guys do it so it a thank whole you lot better, yeah it really means a lot yeah thank you thank you thank you <laughs> and then a huge thanks to Kimia Bossi who's um my, Charlotte and my friend from insert high school name um <laughs> and I played soccer with her and she just digitalized our cover art and it looks really bomb and it was so it's sweet of her. Our profile picture, so sweet just like of her. yeah, just like volunteered to do that. So thank you, thank you so much. You should check thank it you out. So much, Kimia. And if you're not already following our much. Instagram, <laughs> there you go. Yes, Ooh. first years <laughs> underscore pod. But it's yeah. beautiful. You can a lot see of great it. Content on yes, there. yes. <laughs> well, should we get into it? Yeah, um, let's start today. We're going to be talking about what you've all been waiting for. Online school. Insert applause. Yeah, like some some background noises. We'll put that in. Yeah. <laughs> Post. Um, Post off. Yeah. Um, yeah. So maybe we'll we'll just get right into it. Um, I guess we can start by talking about like college online classes and the beast mm-hmm. that that is. Um, yeah, I mean, so Jillian and I are both in, like, doing a bunch of online. Jillian, is, you're fully online. Um, I'm fully online. I have, like, about half and half, so about half my classes are online. Um, but it just brings up, like, of course, it's not fun <laughs> in the first place, but right. I think it brings up some things that I didn't expect going into it. Like, one thing we were talking about is, like, there's no one checking, I mean, there's no one checking in to make sure that you understand maybe that's also just college but I think yeah to an to an even more extreme version like I think it's it's just highlighted by being online like there's no one to ask your question to really I mean if you're in a 400 person lecture online no one Mm -hmm. cares if you have a question and like there's no visual of you raising your hand or whatever so I think it it really puts it way more on you to understand it and it can feel a little bit like isolating Um, I do have to say there are a few people in my in my huge lecture classes who mm -hmm. do technically use the zoom raise hand feature and will speak up but 
I'm not that kind of person. Yeah. I like having an individual conversation, asking the professor or the teacher after class to explain something. I don't necessarily want to vocalize my question in front of 400 other students, yeah. which yeah. I'm sure many other people are in that same boat. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Do you just, think that it would be easier if you were, like, in a classroom with 400 people? That's what, okay, this is no. just, yeah. And this no. is an interesting thing that I was right. I was thinking about. Like, I think for me, it's actually really much easier to ask questions in a Zoom class because I can't see, like, the visual picture right. of just hundreds of kids turning their heads to me when I ask a question. You know, like, that's <laughs> that's terrifying. But in Zoom, you, right. you see, what, like, five kids? So th- th- to me, it feels like a little bit less pressure in asking questions. And I think maybe it makes some people more likely to speak up and ask questions. But mm-hmm. I think it also, on the other end of that, um, allows other people to just completely like slide by without help. Yeah, um, Com- be be completely removed. Yeah, that's so. I just gave a presentation on Zoom. My oh first my god, how was it? <gasps> it was wow. like it was the weirdest thing ever because when I'm not a great public speaker, when I speak in, I like get a little flustered. I feel like I go fast, but mm-hmm. I can like it comes ac- across somewhat natural. I don't know. It's not it's not great. It's not terrible, um, but. On Zoom, if I were to have the people's screens lined up so I could see their faces, then I wouldn't be able to see my slides, which is yeah. what I was presenting on. So I had to do like speaker view only. So I was just staring at myself. That's like, so not strange. because I was like looking at myself, but the only person I could see yeah. was myself. And there's 30 people in this class, and I can't see any of their reactions. So I can't wow. gauge. And like, especially when I'm presenting, it's hard to kind of take, like, remove myself and yeah. um, observe objectively so I really had Mm. no idea I had no way to gauge how I was doing I couldn't gauge their responses Hmm. I couldn't I did I had absolutely no idea and then I talked to the professor after class she said like stay for a second she said it was like a good presentation whatever um but it's it's just bizarre you're just looking at yourself you have no sense of being in front of everyone like I had practiced my presentation a couple times Mm -hmm. and it just felt like that yeah and I'm sure it's I'm sure it doesn't I was just going to say, I'm sure it doesn't even feel like a presentation, which in some ways is maybe nice, I guess, but it's not, Mm -hmm. it's not like you're, you're just doing the same thing. Exactly. You're doing the same thing that you were doing before, sitting in your room and talking to a screen, right? Like, Mm -hmm. that's kind of what, what all of online school feels like. Yeah, I feel like for a lot of people, like, that would be like a huge plus to not have to like stare down everyone Yeah presenting Mm -hmm. to but the weird thing is like what happens when we have to do that in real life and maybe this means that we'll move to online a lot more i hope not but maybe um no but you're right but it's like but it's like what oh no one's gonna have social skills after this yeah Yeah. or or presentation skills or any any of those things you know because because even if you can make a solid presentation online it's not the same thing as doing that in person you know like there's different skills there's different ways of connecting with people and i feel like we're just gonna lose it and that's really scary. Yeah. <laughs> but Bleak. think about, like, the younger kids, too. Bleak. Like, <laughs> the younger kids? What are they The younger about? kids. No, just, the like... The future. We've, we've started learning... Oh, oh, oh. I was we like, what? We started learning how to have good presentation skills. Yeah. I don't know, maybe know. middle school, high right. school. So the kids who aren't learning it then really have no basis. Yeah. Yeah, mm, so, definitely. So they're fucked. Oi, 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 oi. I feel like, Jilly, also what you were talking about, about, like, meeting your professor after on Zoom. Um, mm-hmm. I've had a couple of those experiences, too, where, like, 
I've had to meet one-on-one with a professor online. And it's just, it's really hard to feel like you're connecting at all in the same way that we were talking mm-hmm. about, you know? I mean, I feel like going into college, people are like, oh, number one way to be successful is like develop relationships with your professors, go right. to office hours, all of that stuff. And after a certain amount of time, it just feels like the same shit, you know, like the same yep. Zoom call and like after a while, I don't know, it, it's hard to feel like you're connecting with someone because we get, we're so numb, I think, to just being on Zoom all day. And by the end of the day, mm-hmm. like no one wants to be on Zoom for another hour, you know, that's mm-hmm. not like meeting someone on Zoom doesn't feel special, even if it's someone that you want to meet. Um mm-hmm. So I think that's, that's it's true. been really hard to motivate to try to develop relationships with, with professors or, like, go to office hours. Unless I need help, then I'll go. But um, for the purpose of, like, networking and, de- and developing relationships, it just seems kind of pointless to me. Um, yeah. No, that's true. I thought I would have, like, no reference point for this episode for, like, online college because I'm not doing mm-hmm. it. But before I decided to take the gap year, I had to, like, register for classes yeah. and meet my – at Grinnell, you're, you have – there's only one required class, which is your first year seminar, and yeah. they call it a tutorial at Grinnell. Mm-hmm. And your tutorial professor is then your advisor for oh, – until cool. you declare your major. So, like, for two years. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I was, like, really stoked about my tutorial professor. We were going to take – I was going to take a class on um, – it was called the politics of commemoration mm-hmm. and he had he's like a scholar of german studies and had lived in germany for a long time so i was gonna focus on like american culture and also the holocaust i was like very excited about it um and i remember i had one one-on-one zoom call with him to plan the rest of my schedule mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and i the uh grinnell uses webex and not zoom i don't know why <laughs> but on, when you're on a one-on-one webex meeting i know I don't know if this was just like my computer was like, <laughs> or something, but I couldn't see myself. There was no oh. feed. It was just him on a screen. Huh. And I was like, oh my God, this is, I've had so many social interactions. I mean, all of my social interactions for like the past six months, I've been, I've had to stare at a little square of huh. myself. That's so And it was like actually really nice yeah, I mean, to not this sounds, like, know what I look like. This sounds like. so obvious, but like when you're interacting in real life you don't know what you look like you know what I mean <laughs> right and Dang, so it, it that is crazy it is true okay because honestly like when when I'm in a zoom I'm looking at myself to make sure I don't look like whack you know oh, I'm, I'm not I'm not paying attention to other people or like how they're emoting or whatever and I feel yeah, like this is like, like the first time we really notice our own actions in yeah, social situations. Yeah. Well, and also I think and it's, it's interesting because a it's nightmare. like, yeah, it and, is a nightmare. But I think also, that this is like ruining us. <laughs> like the last six months of quarantine, I feel like I don't know. I don't but know. I think I think it's also interesting to like think about when 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 you interact in real life, right? Like you have to um, react to how someone else, like how their face, what their face does, or their posture, or whatever, and we're kind of like unlearning that you know and I think it's like some of that might have to do with I feel like that's a really important part of empathy or those sort of things where you're like meeting um you're meeting someone and um yeah like like learning how they react um and kind of putting yourself in their shoes which also is just like a social media thing. Yeah. Like I'm yeah. okay. First of all, mm. Louis C.K. has this joke. First of all, fuck that guy. But he has this joke <laughs> yeah. about how like because we have phones, we just like type really mean shit to people, and like we can't see like the way their face yeah. like shows pain, yeah. and so we just like get used to it. 
cyberbullying. Um, yeah. Oh, That's why there's movies. Here about at first years, we don't condone no cyberbullying. Cyber <laughs> what was the movie? What was the movie about cyberbullying? The really good crazy one. Oh yeah. Oh, um, Emily Osment. Yeah. I saw that movie. Is that her name? I feel like we I all had to movie. see that in like elementary school. I don't think I ever like, watched it though. It was like a required. I mean, it was the worst movie I've ever seen. Yeah. 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 It was not. Oh, sorry. No, no shade to <laughs> or the team, the creative team behind that. Movie. Apologies, it was, it was Emily. Bad. Is it called Cyberbully? Yeah, I think so. I think what we're doing right now is literally cyberbullying. Right? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, yeah I, Emily Cyberbully, I believe. <laughs> Do we want to talk about um, about roommates and living situations in online oh, school? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Jilly, do you want to go first or you want me to? Um, I'll go first. So I have no roommates. I'm in a <laughs> Sorry, that's not funny. I don't know room. why I laughed. That's <laughs> when, no. <laughs> um, and I kind of um, oscillate between thinking that it's really nice and thinking that that's it's really That's a good lonely. word. Sorry. Um, <laughs> um, just because it's like a huge room and being in um, inside for classes if I were to have two of the roommates in this room that would be impossible yeah. it just would be yeah. so stressful crazy it's we would all difficult. be on zooms it would be really difficult I mean um, sorry just for so, example like right now I, we're recording mm-hmm. this and my roommate has she like has a zoom that she has to be on right now so I like was scrambling trying to figure out somewhere to do this which is kind of just right. usually our schedules don't overlap but it's definitely an issue Exactly, and if you had another roommate, like, this is a triple, this would be a triple. So it's just, when I think about that, it's so nice to just have my own space, be able to do everything on my own time, Um, and it makes me feel a little bit more, a little bit more adult, because it's like I'm in an apartment, like, this is my own room. Yeah. Um, Yeah. But it gets really lonely just at night, because you're used to, I mean, not used to, because I didn't, like, me and my sister didn't share a room for the latter part of our childhood um <laughs> but it's okay just going jilly with the vocab. i know the vocab. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're so easily impressed <laughs> um but like you go into college and you expect to have roommates where you have a fun night and then you kind of can return and have built-in friends that you can talk yeah. to i know not everyone's re- right. roommate relationship is like that but, but at least I, like on the very bottom level just kind of like sharing an energy I don't know mm-hmm. how to explain that, but you kind of come back yeah. from an exciting night and you're like, ah, we're exactly. here, we're Sh- in yeah, college. That energy up. Exactly, <laughs> yeah. that's exactly it. And Charlotte mm-hmm. had set me up with this girl, Gracie, love her so Aww. much. Um, One day you will. Really <laughs> One day you I know. will come and, together. And we were mm. going to be roommates, and so we had gotten to know each other like over FaceTime and text and whatever, um, and I was so excited to be rooming with her, and so kind of there was that disappointment too. Um, and so... Yeah, I mean, lots of positives, lots of negatives. It definitely sucks after a long, fun day. It feels like yeah. I did a lot in the day, and then I'm still just coming to an empty room. Mm. Um, but it's nice because alone time is important, too. Definitely, and, definitely. Um, it's, like, important to recharge. and. I think yeah. it, that's also, like, part of the people, at least I'm that way, too. Like, the people that we are, I definitely need kind of my own time to like recharge and and get ready to go out and hang out with people again like I get my energy from being from being alone yeah um introvert one of my (laughs) yeah one of my like biggest like fears or like apprehensions about starting or like moving to a school was Mm -hmm. having a roommate because I 
am like so fucking difficult. <laughs> like I, I just like like it the way I like it. And yeah. what if like they don't? I spent so much time filling out my like roommate preference. Oh really? Thing. Ours was so oh, yeah. ours was, was like, so basic. No. There was like it was like, are you messy? Do you wake up early? Yeah. <laughs> that was it. Yeah. Ours was like ours was like yeah. Um, describe your ideal roommate. Are they allowed to smoke? Oh and I was God. like, no. <laughs> you said no. I just like. Well, I was like not cigarettes because I just like I oh, the yeah, idea yeah. of my room smelling like cigarettes like, like really upset sense. me. Yeah. But I was like, I can't. Yeah. If they they can vape. Like I don't give a fuck. <laughs> and then there was another yeah. question that was like, Are you homophobic? Oh, <laughs> what? Like, Do you think you? Do you think you would be a good roommate for, like, a queer student? Oh. Like, like, could you be, like, are you a member of the queer community or are you an ally? Like, would you, and which I okay. think is, like, a good question. Because yeah, it is a good question. I imagine, think if you're a not- Imagine writing no. Yeah. No, 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 but I think, like, if you're not a safe person to room you should, with a queer yeah, you person should identify and they that. exist at yeah. my college, yeah. it's, like, pretty easy to identify based on what they write there. You know what I mean? Because it's, like, yeah. What would you, like? Um, you know, <laughs> I think that's a good question. Yeah, definitely. But, definitely. No. Um. So I do have a roommate. Um. The way Cornell is operating is like everyone's in either singles or doubles, and I got lucky enough to be put in a room in a room with a double. I kind of just assumed that everyone who wanted a double got one for like space reasons, you know. But it turns right. out like I've t- I've met a few people who were like oh yeah I really wanted a double and I'm in a single which is sad mm. um <laughs> but um yeah I really in, I really is it enjoy a single, it I, like an actual single room or is it depends it, a single, it depends like I mean a triple turned single it depends I don't I don't think people are in triples as a single because like I have a triple but it's just me and my roommate um, mm-hmm. But I think well, that's nice. yeah, but it's it's nice, but also it's annoying because we have extra furniture that we can't do anything yeah. with, like random. Oh, yeah. um, but I know people who like have a double and they're in a single, but it depends. Um, but anyway, I'm really I really am happy to have a roommate and like the, all the things you were saying, Jilly, like they're true. Um, I think just being able to have someone who, first of all, is kind of your built-in person at school. You know, like you yeah. you both kind of have each other. Um, to come back to and it's like you start on the same level and it's the same relationship um, yeah. I think that's really important um, just because a lot of the social stuff in college is stressful especially right now you know it's really hard yeah. to kind of gauge who who wants to be your friend and like what commitment can you guys have like are you al- are they allowed to be in your bubble <laughs> you know like right. all those stupid things uh. um so yeah. it's nice to just have that person where there's like no none of that stress and it's just kind of like a built-in really like good friend I mean they don't have to be a good friend but just I, I me and my roommate get along really well and are becoming close friends so um it's really nice yeah and I think also for social <laughs> so situations sweet. at least like during the first few weeks it's like nice to have a roommate because they can encourage you to be more social yeah exactly you like guys you guys become together you bring people yeah you bring each other new friends and having that like safety blanket is definitely very nice definitely mm-hmm. and i think like this is a ridiculous thing to say but it's true like at the very least just having someone that you can take your mask off <laughs> around and it's <laughs> and it's not a big deal you know right for real like th- that's so sad oh, yeah. half these people i've met people like sometimes i'll go get lunch with someone and we like sit far apart and eat lunch together and yeah i'm like that's what you look like 
I've never seen your face. <laughs> and it's really strange. Like, you meet people. Yeah. Or there was a kid, there's a kid who's in my one of my classes, and I've only seen him online and, like, without his mask on. And I was in the dining hall, and this kid came up to me. He was like, Veronica, right? And I was oh like, God. I don't, I don't. It took me a second. And then I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> I just didn't recognize him because half of his face is covered. And, like, it, also, this is a kind of a sidebar, but it's crazy how different like you imagine someone how tall they are or whatever on zoom yes. and then you meet them in person and you're like what that's how you look like that's what you're i'm sure that happens with you a lot queen with me people people, well, people think i'm shorter because you're seven feet tall I'm not yeah. seven feet tall <laughs> sorry but I, approximately just approximately yeah, yeah. For, for all my listeners we're, i'm 6 11 <laughs> just kidding <laughs> But she lies and says she's seven. <laughs> um, yeah, but that's just kind of crazy. Anyway, it's really, really nice. Me and my roommate, like, last night just kind of, like, partied until 2 a.m. in our room. <laughs> um, oh, cute. And it's just nice. It's just really nice. So um, I feel I feel lucky because I know it's not something that everyone gets to have this year. So mm-hmm. This might be controversial, but I feel like a lot of these issues could be solved if people just kept their cameras on during Zoom. And I know yes. that there's so many yes. good reasons to not have your camera on, and I don't think any professor should mandate no. having cameras no. on because it's sociopathic. Yeah. But, like, if you can have your camera on, but that's, that's I the thing. encourage I think, everyone to do that. I think that the people who need to have their cameras off are, like, a small group of people. It's not the amount of people yeah. that keep like I I will go to class and, sure. and and so many people have their cameras off and it's just uncomfortable. Like I got put into yeah. a breakout room on Zoom or we, oh. where we were, we were supposed to be doing work and it was like eight people. I was the only one with my camera on and the only one yep. who the only one who unmuted and I was like, "Hey guys, like <laughs> let's start working." And just no one responded. Oh. <laughs> so we I sat can, literally cannot <laughs> imagine. So we sat in silence for like 5 minutes until like oh, I just no. did the work on my own. But that's so depressing. <laughs> Oh did the teacher? Because did the teacher ever come into your breakout room? Yeah, that happens a lot. Every once in a while, but she didn't. She didn't this time. <laughs> okay. I'm um, just realizing this sounds like a, so much like the English class that we took at Pierce. Um, I wait, uh, oh my god, I'm. Of that. Yeah, I'm the only one here who was in that class. But yeah, like we would have breakout rooms, and like I would just pretend that my. I'd be like, ugh, guys, I just have to type in the chat because my microphone's not working. And then, like, our professor would, like, silently come in and be like, so, what do you guys talk about? Like, it was, ugh, yeah, I'm just feeling a lot of empathy because it's such a nightmare. Yeah, definitely. You don't want to be there. You don't, no one wants to be there. But also, you don't want to be the one person with their camera on. Exactly. That's happened to me. It's happened to me a few times. And then I just feel awkward. And then I just take my camera off. I Ugh, I hate yeah. it. I, I try to like stick it out just because I feel like maybe someone will turn theirs on, but they mm-hmm. rare, they rarely do. But it, yeah, but it's it's like the herd effect. Like once most yeah. people have their cameras Definitely. off, very few people want to have theirs totally. on because of then course. they're the only people that everyone's looking at. Of course. Maybe the answer is like you need to get like cute for class. Like whatever. I, honestly, that means I do. To I do because it, but it's yeah. but it's more for myself than anything else because I know. Like, the way that I function, just in general, is if, 
like getting dressed and getting nice kind of puts me in a good yeah. mo- mood for the rest of the day. Veronica, Veronica will get dressed up and stay at home all day. But like get <laughs> dressed up, dressed up. She will put shoes on. She will put makeup on. She will do we, get yeah. jewelry. It's, it's true. We need to just address the elephant in the room, Wonderful. which is like Veronica is a fashion icon yeah we need it thank you she stunts on everyone she needs yeah i mean it's like such a but it's like whatever gives you your strength yeah it definitely does it does oh i don't want to waste this eye look or like i don't want to waste this top or like waste these earrings like i want everyone to see on zoom my like cute ass homemade baby earrings like (laughs) whatever and i think it goes even beyond that like not i mean yes for other people but just kind of to it makes me feel like I did something with my day, if nothing else, mm-hmm. you know? Like, I made a good effort to get a start on the day and, like, present yeah. my, present myself to the world. So I've started yeah. to do that a little bit, not to your extent, but <laughs> a little bit in college when I know I will just be sitting at my computer or studying all day. Mm-hmm. I still just put on clothes. Yeah. Just put on yeah. an outfit, get clean, like, just make myself feel a little bit yeah. ready yep. for the world. Definitely. Um, Charlotte, I want to hear more about your experience of not being in college. It's wild, right? <laughs> so I work, I, know, I I love how in the first episode I said I work full time, which is like fucking hilarious because at that point I worked 15 hours a week. <laughs> I just meant that, I just meant that all I do is work and like when I'm not working, I don't do anything. <laughs> That's full time. <laughs> That's exactly. I full time when I'm doing stuff it's work <laughs> but now I like I've added more hours to my schedule everyone hey. I'm not like a failure but um we're not I've before. like babysit kids thank you love you <laughs> we're not gonna view things through the lens of capital <laughs> um <laughs> not me reading marks in my sociology <laughs> class <gasps> oh, so good oh my god more on that more on that later Please. um Next so, episode, okay, yeah, so I work with Marxism. Yeah, next episode, leftist theory. Um, I work with children who are also on their own Zoom school, which is interesting. And then I, like, as of now, just, like, when I'm home, just, like, waste time. So I'm like, hey, it's September. It's basically October at this point. But, like, it's September. I'm going to use this year to self-educate. Mm-hmm. So I really wanted to learn a musical instrument. I technically play ukulele incorrectly and badly but I still do play it and then I like can plonk out some stuff on the piano because I like took piano when I was a kid and understand basic chord structure anyway like I can like read a tab and be like I get it I can do this um but so I'm gonna think I'm gonna learn guitar and I am gonna (laughs) use Jilly's guitar that's still in LA Mm -hmm. Um, my like small three-quarter size guitar that's really oh, exciting. I'm gonna look like a giant. Uh, yeah, I'm excited. <laughs> and then I also like need to start reading books, so uh, I'll update you guys on that as <laughs> you know that happens. Because you've um, always been a really big reader. Yeah, I have, and then it's like hard because my identity is like I'm a big reader, but I'm also like a huge like I spend all my time on the internet. Yeah, like yeah, it's so weird. Mm-hmm. I think especially duality of man. <laughs> no, that's so true, Charlotte. That is so true. That's yeah. You. And I think, mm-hmm. I think... I'm like... Yeah. I was just going to say that I think right now, for me at least, I got into a period of time where I was just like, I don't feel like motivating to do anything. Because I think when you're not reading all the time, it feels like work. 
And then the minute that you start doing it, you're like, oh my God, this is just like breathing, (laughs) you know? I know. Um, Breathing is breathing. Okay. I didn't like. No, that's, no, that's, no, I make fun of her all you want. That is so true. I would have so many periods in high school, in like in person high school, when I would like have a book and it's just all I did during class. Like if there was like two seconds, I would be reading my thing. And then like Mm -hmm. it got to the point where people would be like, um, what are you reading? And I would always be, you know what I mean? Because it's like, why is this bitch pulling out, like, Jesus, really? <laughs> but I'd be like, it would always be, like, some, like, feminist bullshit. Like, I'd be like, I'm reading Rebecca Solnit, like. <laughs> it's almost like I wanted, to, yeah, I just wanted to, like, be that mysterious, bespectacled girl who's, like, reading her vagina monologue or whatever. <laughs> but, um. I actually enjoyed the vagina monologue, so. <laughs> well, uh, um, but yeah, reading is just, ugh. Nonfiction, fiction, I love it all. So I need to get, I think I'm going to read, I, there's, I ordered an Angela Davis book Ooh. that, um. Is it Prisons Are Obsolete? It is not Prisons Are Obsolete, oh. though I will read that one. It's Women, Race, and Class, cool. I believe is the name. Mm. Um, so I'm excited for that, and then I also want to read fiction, and my, I, like I just moved, so my books are still packed. So I'll work on that. Oh, yeah. But um, exciting yeah. things to and come. And then like, yeah, I could talk about children on Zoom school, but like, it's just the same shit. Yeah. But like on a different like scale. Yeah. Except in kindergarten, no one has their camera off. <laughs> right. There's, because there's no social. Everybody awareness. got their camera it's because on. Because there's no social awareness. Like they, there's no. Mm. It's just like. Yeah, this is how it goes, right? I mean, that's my take on exactly. it. Yeah. They don't think about not. They don't oh, yeah. think about not turning their cameras on. Like that's yeah. not an option. Yeah. Um, I think like they definitely, at least the girl that I babysit like has. You can tell she like she'll like unmute and like say something and then like quickly mute herself again. Oh really? So I think that's wow. yeah. Because isn't that so funny how that translates? Yeah. Like because I would like, I would imagine as a little kid that you everyone would just leave it on. You know, and I'm sure you, I'm sure they learn it quickly, but, but just, I feel like the, the default would be like, oh yeah, we're all talking, you know, like there's no need to regulate. Yeah. yeah. But they literally, like their, their teachers like turn your That's shit so off. Sad. Right <laughs> I know. Oh I, well, because they, they can't, they literally would not yeah. be able to conduct class. Yeah. Like the, there will always be a kid raising their hand <gasps> and the teacher will be like, yeah, you. And the kid will be like, my uncle brought me a sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah. Like, all the time during class, they just share things that happen to them. Which, like, That's do really that sweet. in college. Oh, smile. my God. Like, I'm going to un- unmute in my 400-person sociology class and say that my roommate brought me food. <laughs> yeah. Guys, the kids that I babysat over the summer sent me an e- like the their dad asked for my address here Aww. and they're going to send me a letter and then he asked for my email and then the t- the second grader wait I need to pull this email chain pull up, it up. It's like the please, sweetest please, please, please. it is the sweetest thing ever okay just well, sometimes it makes me sad how like boys like our age or people who i feel like aren't women like can't really babysit like people they just don't get hired like i i think it's really but also many dudes like like, normalize boy babysitters because it's important (laughs) you know like yeah like i I don't know i think why not have guy role models too i love how men be like why don't we get our kids in like divorce like settlements (laughs) and then they don't want to babysit uh yeah like you god anyway Okay, so I have I have the email up. 
So he goes, Dear Jillian, hi, how are you? I miss you. When are you coming back home? Hard eyes. Oh. <laughs> and then I just, I oh responded and I asked him how second grade was going and he goes, second grade is going great. I'm learning lots of stuff. This week we are studying Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Excited oh. to see you in November. This is so sweet. This is a second grader? This is a second grader. He's so sweet. Oh He's God. the one who knows all about the president. The super smart kid. The yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, he wants to be president, right? Yeah. Oh, that's so um, sweet. And so I'm waiting on a letter from him and his sister. That's so, so cute. It's so cute. It made me smile yeah. very, very much. Mm. Well. It is, like, so rewarding to babysit. But, I agree. Mm. I agree. Yeah. If, if the kids are good. <laughs> if you, like, like the yeah. kids. Yeah, I mean, yeah, these Yeah, it can also be a living house. Yeah. yeah, they weren't always great, but <laughs> this, this part is very sweet. <laughs> Um, Are we ready to rant? All right. I think oh, yeah, we're ready rant. to rant. Let's, let's, <laughs> let's turn do it. it up. Let's go. <laughs> okay. Should I go? Yeah, go. Okay. Go. You guys, I'm introducing the first positive rant of the of the what, series. Yeah. Woo, woo. I'm really excited. Um, Basically, my rant is just that it's not quite something that I can put into concise words, but people who make everyone feel really welcomed um and just kind of bring like warm energy to the world um it's really important and it just it makes me really happy and um we we need more of those people um basically i don't know this is inspired by this kid in my in my dorm who um one of those people like the first time i met him he was just like hey and you're friends right away you know um right and there's just kind of no he, he bypassed all the like weird social rules that we tell ourselves right. that, that that exist that really mm-hmm. don't you know and it's just kind of like i'm gonna talk to you like we've known each other forever and you're cool i'm oh. cool like we're just gonna be friends but he's like that with everyone you know um and it's just so wonderful to have people who kind of bring, like, radiate warmth wherever they go, mm. especially right now. I know that's kind of the caveat yeah. to everything is, like, especially right now. But, um, right. yeah, it's it's hard to feel connected to people for all the reasons we've been talking about. So to have someone who just kind of comes in there and 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 makes you feel welcomed and, like, yes, you're, we're, we're in this, yeah. we're in this. It, that's it's another really, thing in college. Sorry to interrupt No, you. go ahead. Go ahead. That's just another thing in college is, like, we're not with our families who are telling us you're so special. Like, yeah. we're not. <laughs> we're just on our own. Like, we are so not special. special to any of these people you're here. So we're, we're not, we're Jillian, not special. Jillian goes home every day and her family says, Jillian, you're so special. I truly totally believe that. I've met her mother. No, no, I no. And you are true. so special. It was just funny. You are. Okay, we're done Sorry. with this. <laughs> no, but like that's just—it's just nice to feel. Yes, welcome. yes, definitely, yes. definitely. Oh, absolutely. Um, Jillian, you want to go? Okay, so mine is pretty quick. It's just—it's about meal swipes and the dining hall, and just that they're a total ripoff. Scam, and scam, scam. They're just a scam. <laughs> they're literally yeah. a scam. Your meal—if you don't use all of them in the week they don't roll over you can't use them to buy anything in the market you have to use your flex dollars for that <laughs> which is flex. the only good food Fle- yeah the, the the whatever they're called like the flex dollars yeah. minor brb grab and go they're, that's the better mm-hmm. food 
PRBs. Exactly. <laughs> they have this market that sells like sushi, which looks bomb, and some like good mm. pasta salad things. But that's for that's for it's like, like they're fifteen dollars. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Oh, it's exactly. so frustrating. This past it's just a rip. I love how I have like very little reference for this, or like that I've literally never been to a college campus, and like, well, I mean, you know what I mean. <laughs> you spent and, a lot like, of time I still at UCLA completely, campus. I did. Yes, I did. I've eaten at the UCLA dining halls like <laughs> an unusual amount of number times one in America, <laughs> baby. <laughs> mm. Um. But yeah, I, last week I had like seven meal swipes left over, and I was like, "What am right. I am Sometimes, I eating?" Some weeks, <laughs> right. Some weeks it's just like they just rack up, and it's like you're wasting money, and it feels However, really guilty. It's like this weird guilt of I'm I was, wasting food. I was food. just gonna say, I I felt like that. I felt like that at first, and then I saw, or I guess they told us that like Berkeley um, saves like all the food that's left over at the end of the day. Um, they donate or give to people who are mm. food insecure. That's awesome. And so I don't feel bad about And I talked to my mom about it. And she's like, if you don't spend that money, I at least feel good that it's going yeah. towards helping yeah. someone. Right. Definitely. Uh, but I don't think That's all really dining cool. halls do that. So No. Definitely yeah. not. <laughs> yeah. All right, Charlotte. Let's hear it. Okay. So this is like, this is like, I guess by definition, a negative brand. <laughs> but I want this to be, I want to hold space for like an exploration of this topic because it's this so, is a safe space. it just, yeah, the cultural like understanding of this is like very, I, I love this, I love the setup for this because y'all don't know what's going on. I know, it's ridiculous. <laughs> so ridiculous what I'm about to talk about. So, okay, this inspiration came to me literally an hour ago. Someone in my friend group chat was like, is it okay to put pastrami on sourdough bread? <laughs> and I, as a Jewess, was like, Jewess. uh, no, 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 I was like, hey, like, why aren't you putting it on rye? Because honestly, rye bread is so fucking rye good. Rye bread is really good. But as a Jewish, only... a Jewess, I just said Jewish, as a Jewish, as a Jewish. <laughs> you um, can just say as a Jew. As a Jew, <laughs> I can just say that, yeah. I don't yeah, like we can say bread, it. and I would eat pastrami oh. on sourdough. I would do it. So I was like, that sounds gross to me. And then I I was, I think, very brave by saying <laughs> I don't like sourdough bread. Because I don't like sourdough bread at all. I if, love it. If it's there, I, I will eat it. it. Yeah, mo- the thing is, most people love it. Most people, like, love it's it. their favorite. I love it. I feel it. like. Or, like, love sourdough. I kind of it's just so assumed like, that like- it was, like, the objective best. <laughs> I know, and that shit, like, it's crazy to me. It's just, like, so much respect for your opinion on no, that. No, no, no. It's, like, weird. It's just funny to, to think about it. Everyone, not everyone, but, like, so many people are like, yeah, like, sourdough. Yeah. It's sour. But yeah. in, a, in a good sour, way. You'd be like, uh, yeah, I know. <laughs> like, if I feel like if any other food was sour, people would be like, why is this sour? <laughs> My mom ended but, up making sa- lots of sourdough over quarantine. That was like the quarantine thing. Such, yeah. Yeah. Such it a was this thing, very yeah. quarantine thing. And it was delicious. It was delicious. <laughs> yeah. I think homemade sourdough is probably so much better, also. But, mm-hmm. um,. Especially like pastrami, like uh, <laughs> upsetting to me, upsetting to the best pastrami or on sourdough. So and anyway, someone, someone in our group chat asked something about putting sweet. I think she said that it's weird to put sweet oh, yeah. on sourdough, and, and you, I, and I was like, that's, that's like the toast. only acceptable yeah. way to do yeah. it. Like if you like put like jam, sweet toast, so yeah. good. Yeah. Lemon curd, I, so good. Because oh, that's sour. That makes sense. Trader Joe's I was. <laughs> I was saying that, like, yeah, the the best way that I can think to make sourdough, like, palatable for myself is just, like, some salted butter and, like, jam. Yeah, I mean, I would eat that. that sounds good, too. 
Yeah. Because, like, the salt and the fat and the sugar, like, drowns out the salt. <laughs> so, I don't know. I, so. All right, that's my rant. <laughs> um, okay, are we moving on to recommendations? The Yeah, yes, hit, us, yes, yes. hit us with your recs. Okay, my recommendation is for another podcast. A much more illustrious one, but still a... Is that the right word? Illustrious? Vocab word. <laughs> still still technically our peers. <laughs> that, there you go. Exactly. We are in the same category. Um, yeah. Anyway, the podcast The Anthropocene Reviewed by John Green. Um, just a gem. Just like something that mm. especially... I don't know. I, I deeply associate it with quarantine just because I... Um, Mm. discovered it I think right when like pandemic hit and we all kind of were sheltered off into our own little worlds Um, and it's just really special and I has gotten me through not not super dark times but has just gotten me through kind of like the monotony and sometimes sadness Mm -hmm. Um, John Green is a really great storyteller Um, and I know a lot of people just associate him with like YA books um, which, like, first of all, whatever, YA books are great. And Crash Course. And Crash Course. But he's mm. such a talented writer and such a talented, like, researcher. The, the podcast is a lot – oh, I forgot to explain what the podcast is. Basically, yeah, he, what is this podcast basi- basically he um, chooses, like, random things. Um, there's been an episode on, like, the what was it called? The Marshmallow Experiment or, yeah, um, yes. like, the Yips, which are a baseball phenomenon. Like, things like that. Um oh. And he just doesn't does a ton of research into them, and then tech, like the whole concept is that he rates them on a five star scale. Just anything that's a part of human existence, he'll rate it on a five star yeah, scale. Anthropocene is like I'm googling the definition. It's like the human. It's existence. like everything about humanity, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah but yeah. basically, it, well, I see it kind of. It's just like an excuse to research really in depth some random thing and create a really beautiful story or commentary on it. Um, and it's so wonderful and I usually cry just from how beautiful they are <laughs> I, I love that, that. <laughs> um I love that. like it's not even sad I mean there's some sad episodes but it just it's like he's so talented and really knows how to make you emotional so if you're in need of some emotions <laughs> go listen I cried everything I think the like singular episode that I remember and that that I've listened to was with Charlotte, and it was about marsh the marshmallow experiment, uh-huh. and that would never make me cry. So I'm like, but but he also finds yeah he the finds one ways, episode we listened to. I know, but he finds ways to make all. things that like are not emotional at all really yeah deep and emotional, but not in a counterfeit way. I don't know. I love it. Right? Yeah. No, I love I'm gonna, that. I'm definitely gonna listen more. Yay. For sure. <laughs> okay, who's up? Right. Ooh, I see. I see Jilly's recommendation on like Google Doc. I'm so excited. <laughs> oh, you know I it? just saw Dude. that. Oh my god! Yeah. Oh, okay. Fucking love okay. Nathan. Okay. Okay. Ahead. Okay. So it's called Nathan for You, and I just started watching it, and it's literally going to be taken off of Hulu in five days. So I will be binging like all of the episodes. <laughs> Um, props to college friends who recommended it, but I guess I didn't realize Charlotte had seen it. I like people don't really talk about it. I had never heard of it. They have kind of, like, a fan base that's, like, really into, like, being, you know, like, being kind of, like, insular. They, like, like, yeah. Nathan Fee's, like, pretty, pretty popular, but they're, like, mm-hmm. it's, like, Rick and Morty. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Where you have to, be like, you, you have to, like, get it. Yeah. And, okay, yeah. Um, that That's true. Yeah. But, okay, so it's like defined, 
it's like a docu reality comedy TV series. It's satire, yeah. Yeah. Um, and it's just really funny. I just watched um, an episode where he, I mean, he just like takes, he talks to new people and like kind of helps them with these like outlandish projects to like quote unquote help their business, which are like <laughs> very in like insane projects um and one of them he was like trying to overcome his social anxiety with women and so he made and he has a (laughs) bunch of money and so he just made up a whole reality tv show and like told it was like the bachelor and he like pretended like he was the bachelor and like the host thought it was real all the women thought it was real and like they were all like flirting with him and he like is straight up the most awkward like uncomfortable dude so it's scripted right yeah he's the only scripted part yeah okay um it's like borat kind of yeah it is that's what i was thinking about the entire time i was watching um and then there was one where he like went to this gas station he was like hey you should like lower your prices to like 175 and the dude was like what (laughs) and he was like no but like make it after rebate and then like put the rebate box on like the top of a mountain that you can only get to (laughs) through like a one and a half hour hike and so then like like three or four like a group of people like like okay we're gonna get this rebate which was like ten dollars by the way um and they like hike all the way up with him they spend the night he like keeps giving them riddles he like won't get tell them where it is and then at the end of it is like yo um there is no rebate box we like (laughs) we just like had a good time camping and yeah it just it's so funny that sounds amazing i might have to watch the next five days too please do yeah (laughs) by the time this episode is released it may be like two or three days but please at least watch one you know what there are some on youtube so you can just find them on youtube yeah they're all over youtube the first episode is like pretty funny and then there's my favorite (laughs) Mm -hmm. one is where he goes to an antique shop and they're not like selling their antiques very well and he's like just make just make a like if you break it you buy it policy and then move all of the like breakable antiques to like the very edge of their shelves and then make your store be open 24 hours so that drunk strangers from the bar across the street like tip over all of your shit and like have to pay for it i mean it's so funny it's so um, it's so yeah, good love nathan it sounds amazing mm-hmm. okay sure. yeah sure. i will be <laughs> the deep breath <laughs> this is not even like okay i i'm also reviewing reviewing jesus uh recommending like a comedy Mm. show Mm -hmm. oh i did that last episode too i'm just like uh, fishing an autumn okay (laughs) i have to recommend um pen 15 because season two just came out it's just like the funniest fucking show i've ever seen it's about it stars maya erskine and anna conkle is i think her name which is like such a great name um also in her in the show her her character's name is anna Cohn, which is just very similar to my sister's real name so i think that that's funny (laughs) um so it's so they're adult women they're like in their 30s or something i assume (laughs) um and they play um seventh graders and then all of the like other characters in the show are played by children and it's painfully accurate to what seventh grade is like it's so accurate i haven't seen i haven't seen second season though i'm so excited to start the second season is more heartfelt which i love i love when um when comedies are not afraid to be heartfelt Mm. because they do it really well because like middle school is like so emotionally taxing yeah um, mm-hmm. 
So and then like yeah, God, Maya Erskine's just the funniest person alive. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and also it was like we're from LA, check, but like it was filmed entirely oh, at Walter, our middle school, oh, which like. Yep. Sorry, do have to bleep, bleep that. <laughs> I feel like it's fine. Yeah. I don't know. But, and people um, can also just look up where Pen15 is filmed, so. <laughs> yeah, exactly. A lot of shows, like, will film the exterior of the school because it was, like, built in, like, the 30s and really looks yeah, like an old middle school. Yeah, it was the office, and, like, Parks and Rec, some other shows. It really wor- it works for a period piece. <laughs> Pen15 takes place in the 2000s. Period it really piece. does work. I mean, Pen15 is, is a yeah, period yeah. piece. And, like... But the thing about Pen15 is that they film everything in all of the middle school. Like, they use our choir room. They use our classrooms. And I was like, this is strange. Um, So it, like, made it extra. Yeah. It kind of makes it extra. Like, you're in middle school. Relive it. (laughs) Yeah. But it's just so, so funny. It is actually, like, reliving middle school. It is, like, reliving middle school. It's so so accurate. It's, like, eighth grade, the movie. Which I haven't seen. It, it does have eighth grade energy, but eighth grade is a lot more like existential. Yeah. It's also like about social media. Like eighth grade yeah. doesn't exist without. Yeah. It's like, not as much. It's not a com. It's not as much a comedy. Yeah. As Pen- eighth yeah. grade was even more like you're back in middle school because that character was in eighth grade. Like when eighth I was in eighth by, grade, was Bo Burnham, right? Yeah. Oh yeah, it's Bo Burnham. <laughs> oh, Love yeah. you if you're listening. <laughs> Bo, He's let's listening. link. <laughs> <laughs> Love him so much. Um, yeah. Uh, maybe I'll tell the story one day of, the, of when I met, though. Yes. Do, do you guys know this story? Keep, anyway, keep listening. Keep, keep listening for that one. Let's save it for yeah. next week. If you want to hear when I met Bo Burnham, <laughs> we're from LA, check. Um, yeah, just tune in to the next episode. <laughs> but yeah, watch Pen15. Wonderful. We did it. Yay! We did it! We have it. once again That's arrived. <laughs> We want to thank our dear friends, Eva and Bennett. Eva and Bennett. For their wonderful music. Oh, and I guess we should shout out, I don't have the details with me right now, but they have created a radio show. Did you oh, guys? Oh, yes. Yeah. Um, At U of M. Maybe we'll like put that in our Instagram or something, because I don't have the exact information right now. But if you seek we'll it out, maybe you shall find. Um, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we love you guys. Thank you for our theme music. That's really awesome. Yeah. And thanks for listening. Thank you. Keep keep listening. Please tell your friends. We really appreciate it. And we love you all. Bye.